The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is again our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday, the 17th Sunday after Pentecost. We're looking at Exodus chapter 32, verses 7 to 13. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go down because your people, whom you brought out of Egypt, have become corrupt. They have been quick to turn away from what I commanded them and have made themselves an idol cast in the shape of a calf. They have bowed down to it and sacrificed to it and have said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. I have seen these peoples, the Lord said to Moses, and they are a stiff-necked people. Now leave me alone so that my anger may burn against them and that I may destroy them. Then I will make you into a great nation. But Moses sought the favor of the Lord his God. O Lord, he said, why should your anger burn against your people whom you brought out of Egypt with a great power, with great power and a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians say it was with evil intent that he brought them out to kill them in the mountains and to wipe them off the face of the earth. Turn from your fierce anger, relent and do not bring disaster on your people. Remember your servants Abraham, Isaac and Israel, to whom you swore by your own self, I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky. And I will give your descendants all this land, I promise them, and it will be their inheritance forever. My dear friends in Christ, how could the Israelites so quickly forget all the good things that God had done for them? Well, he freed them from slavery in Egypt after being there for 430 years, the last of those years in slavery, he freed them from that slavery by sending those 10 devastating plagues that ravaged Egypt. And then when the Israelites were leaving and were trapped by the Red Sea, God divided the Red Sea so that the Israelites could safely cross on dry ground and and all the Egyptians in the army were all killed when God caused those waters to come back into place. In the wilderness, what God did is God gave them manna and quail and water, and still they worshiped the golden calf. The Lord said to Moses, after they had done that, he said, now leave me alone so that my anger may burn against them and that I may destroy them, then I will make you into a great nation. Well, how was Moses going to react to that? He could have reacted to that by saying, okay, God, they deserve it. Destroy them, as you have said. He could have said, hey, this is great. God, you're going to make me into the new Abraham and make my descendants be your chosen people. He could have said that would be great and wonderful. Instead, he remembered God's gospel promises to his people. 
He remembered those promises, and we'll always want to remember God's promises as well. Well, Moses said, O Lord, why should your anger burn against your people whom you brought out of Egypt with great power and a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians say it was with evil intent that he brought them out to kill them in the mountains and to wipe them off the face of the earth? The beginning of our reading, God said to Moses, your people that you brought out, now notice that Moses told God that these were his people and that God had brought them out of Egypt. He wanted God to remember his gospel promises to his people. And, and he knew that God hadn't forgotten them. He knew God hadn't forgotten them. He knew that it was always God's desire, as scripture says, that all people would be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. So Moses was saying, if God did choose to destroy his people, would that encourage other nations to come to God, to look to God? Actually, God's righteous anger here was really a, a test for Moses. Moses could have said, yes, I want to be a great nation myself. But instead, what he did is he relied on God's gospel promises. He said, turn from your fierce anger, relent and do not bring disaster on your people. Remember your servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, to whom you swore by your own self. I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky, and I will give your descendants all this land I promised them, and it will be their inheritance forever. This account reminds us that God's mediators proclaim God's promises. Moses was a great mediator for the Israelite people on, on a number of occasions when the Israelites rebelled against God. What Moses did is he proclaimed God's gospel promises. He pleaded for the people, relied on God's unbreakable gospel promises. And well, Moses is a great mediator, but he's a type really of the great mediator, our savior, Jesus Christ. And now just think about how he mediated for us. When Jesus was crucified, he said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. And understand, he was speaking those words for us, for you and for me. Now, oftentimes it is true that when we sin against God, we know just exactly what we're doing. But, but there also are those times when we don't really know what we are doing. We don't comprehend how we are sinning against our God. But now what we can notice here is that Jesus didn't just simply say, Father, forgive them. What Jesus did is he actually paid for our sins. The times when we don't know what we're doing and, and even the times when we do know what we're doing. He paid for our sins by going to the cross, by being forsaken by God, for enduring the hell that you and I deserve because of our sins. 
He did all that for you and for me so that we can trust in God's unbreakable gospel promises to forgive us, to be with us, to take us to heaven forever. Like Jesus and like Moses, we'll want to be mediators of God's promises. We'll want to proclaim God's promises so that everyone can know of our God's grace and love. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, help us remember how good you are to us so we're motivated, well, to fight against the sin that's in our lives and and then also to proclaim your gracious promises to love and forgive us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. <laughs>